Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hey friends, and welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. For my friends on YouTube, welcome back to my channel. If you love the show, go ahead and click that subscribe button and click the bell so then that way every time a new episode is launched, you are the first one to know about it. Well, one of the first ones to know about it. And if you are on Apple Podcasts and you love this show, please don't hesitate to rate this. Throw me that five-star rating and leave me a review. I love hearing the stuff that you love about the show or tips that you picked up. It really truly helps me just grow the show authentically and it just means so much to me. So thank you in advance for that. So it's November 1st today. I wore like some Holly Halloween attire. I put it on because I felt like I really wanted to talk about the fact that it's daylight savings time today. I thought I'd do a playoff of words with the whole title, trick or treat, time to sleep. And that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today. Time for sleep and understanding how to get on a good sleep schedule. It's really interesting. My parents, I chatted with them recently and they were telling me that it is common for them to wake up three times a night. And actually within that time, go to the bathroom or drink some more water. And I was thinking in my head, I don't, I don't wake up that often. It just seems so long. And another time my mom had told me something along the lines of that she like chugs so much water before bed and then she drinks water throughout the night. And I was like, hmm, I'm onto something. Like, let's talk about that. So this week I kind of decided to keep a sleep journal. I did a couple different things each evening in the past few weeks, but mostly towards the end of this week and I really wanted to play into that. And I wanted to give you a few tips on things that I've learned, things that I researched, things that now make sense because I've researched. So hopefully by the end of today's episode, you feel like you're ready to count some sheep and you're going to have a great night's sleep. Um, Now I just sound like Dr. Seuss, so... (laughs) (laughs) count some sheep, have a great night's sleep, or trick or treat, time to sleep. Either way we go with it, I think it's going to work. So I wanted to wear my full like Halloween colors for you. I've got like Beetlejuice pants on today and a nice bright orange top. But first of all, let's just talk about like what is good sleep? And I'm using my air quotes because I love to use those. (laughs) But what is good sleep? Good sleep technically is just falling asleep within the first 30 minutes of trying It's about roughly getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night and it's remembering or remaining asleep for about 85% of the evening. So as you're going through your sleep, you can wake up. It's, you can wake up for about 20 minutes. That's okay to be up for about 20 minutes throughout, throughout your sleep pattern. And that just happens because we go in and out of these waves. So if you've ever 
downloaded some of those sleep apps or you've looked at your Apple Watch or a Fitbit and it kind of marks your sleep and it gives you a full breakdown, you'll notice the waves. So you go into a deep sleep and then you come back out of it and deep sleep and you come back out of it. So it's very crucial for you not to come out of that deep sleep to wake up to like go to the bathroom, right? Because then it's really hard to get yourself back in there and that's when you find yourself like a zombie at like 2 a.m. eyes wide open and then what do we do? We usually end up grabbing our cell phones and then that wakes us up even more. So these are, today I'm going to kind of like reel us back in and give us some ways to avoid this and to get better sleep because it, it really truly is important. So first of all, I wanted to talk to you about foods. It's really interesting that certain foods are going to keep you up. It depends on when you're eating those foods. So let's dive into that. So there is honestly more caffeine in food than we know. There's a lot of caffeine in food. So being aware of that, there's caffeine in chocolate and cacao and ice cream and breakfast cereals and apples. And the funny thing is, these are all our late night treats. This is all our after dinner treat. I remember, I think Special K did that whole thing years ago at this point where it was like, have a, have a bowl of cereal before bed. It's good for you. And The sugar is not good for you. The carbs is actually good for you, which is funny. So if you are someone who likes cereal at night, now that we're getting into the colder months, actually having warm oatmeal is going to be a better choice for you because it's actually got um, a really nice set of carbs in there and carbs do help you fall asleep. So That is so weird. I had no idea that was a thing. So new facts for us because the last thing I want to eat is carbs before bed because I would think, oh, you have to burn them. Like dietary speaking, you you need to burn those carbs. But they break down faster in your system and they don't cause acid reflux. So that's like the big thing. That's what we're trying to avoid. Now, I am also going to point out these are things that I definitely do myself, these do nots. And my point is, is if you know that you have a big day, if you have um, a flight the next morning or you're stressed about an interview or you have an audition or whatever it is, I would say avoid these things on those days that you know you really need to get some good sleep. I'm not saying them to avoid them for life because the next thing is, alcohol. (laughs) And I know we are not going to give that up. I'm not giving that up. I love my alcohol, but this, these tips will help. So the reason that alcohol, sure, it does help us fall asleep. If you have one too many, you're like passed out on the couch. This is true. But once it wears off in our system, it wakes us up during important restorative sleep times. So when we're in our deep sleep, if it if your alcohol wears off when you're in your deep sleep, that's not so not so good because you're going to come immediately out of that to like go pee or to wake up because you're super thirsty. You're going to grab that cup of water that's next to your bedside. You're going to chug a lug a lug. And guess what? You're all of a sudden awake because your whole dietary system is working all over again and trying to fix your bloodstream. Not saying that you're never going to get tipsy again, but just good to know that even if you think, oh, like if I just drink this, it's going to calm my nerves and I'm going to be able to pass out and fall asleep, might not be the best choice uh, if you have something big coming up the next day. And then what else do we have? Um, I would say 
The weird thing is about alcohol that I didn't know is actually adds to sleepwalking, sleep talking, and memory problems. So we won't go into that memory problem portion, but it's very funny when I say I do drink too much, I do talk in my sleep. Like Doug will constantly point it out. He's like, you have this like crazy weird conversation with me on nights that I'm like super drunk. Those are the nights that I would snore in my sleep or those are the nights where I start to have a conversation in my sleep. And that all makes sense now. (laughs) Um, If you do really like the fixation of drinking wine, you know, if someone like smokes cigarettes, so one thing that they tell them is like, put something in between your fingers, you might just hold the cigarette, but you're not smoking it anymore. And that weans them off of it. If you're someone like me, I drink, sometimes I drink my juices in a wine glass and tart tart cherry juice is actually, it's going to look like the wine. It's going to maybe smell a little bit like wine, but we, we know what those grapes really smell like. And then it's also going to it actually has a um, melatonin in it, which is like the natural sleep-inducing hormone. So tartary juice is like a really good alternative for my wine. My wino friends that like need the fixation of feeling like they're drinking a glass of wine. Another big thing is like spicy foods. So avoiding spicy foods before bed is huge because it causes heartburn, which causes acid reflux which that's what's keeping you up at night. And that's also what's going to keep you like all gargly in the morning. So if you have backed up acid, it's going to irritate your airway. And then that causes sleep apnea, which is not fun. Red peppers specifically increase your core body's temperature. And actually when we go to sleep, our body temperature tends to decrease. So this is something that you really want to pay attention to and be aware of because if we have red peppers, if you're having a meal that's super spicy before bed, say it's drunk food or say you just ate really late, if you need to sleep at 10, don't eat that spicy food at 8.30. Yeah. Uh, What else are we saying? So I would say the, the worst, worst, worst thing for you is pizza. And I know that's like the number one drunk food, but like Look at all of us in the freshman 15 we put on in college. So that's very true. Not only is it not good for you health-wise, but it's the bread, which is sugar, not just carbs, but it's the sugar in the bread. And then it's the tomato sauce. And tomato has like really high acidity in it. If you're adding pepperoni to that, that's even more acidity. So like super acidic foods, not really good because that's what's going to cause that heartburn again and the indigestion. And, but if you want the spicy foods, like go for it, just do it about three hours before bedtime. So go all out, have as much spicy food as you want. We all know me. I'm the hot sauce queen. I used to carry around a keychain of sriracha. I love hot sauce. Just don't necessarily do it before three hours before bed. Another thing is high fat foods. So high fat actually brings weight, um, brings weight gain and decreases sensitivity to the brain, which is what regulates our sleep. So high fat foods are, and high protein foods like steak or chicken, which are great protein sources and really good for your diet for my friends that are trying to like build muscle. The interesting thing about those though is they take longer to break down because the protein is so high. So just knowing that you maybe want to have a high protein meal more in the middle of the day and then a lighter meal at the end of the day. So don't pound on the steak 
like two, an hour before you're trying to go to sleep because it's just going to take so long for your digestive system to like work all that down. And uh, a good, like I said, a good late night snack would be an oat, would be oatmeal instead. For my friends that also have apples, apples are super acidic. I have a lot of friends that that's their treat during, um, after a workout. I'm sorry, that's their treat when they're on a big diet plan. So if they're like preparing for some fitness, uh, if it's a photo shoot, if it's American Ninja Warrior, if it's um, a bodybuilding competition, whatever it is, an apple is usually like the one sweet natural sugar thing that they're allowed to have and they have it at night after dinner. But that is for people that eat dinner at 6 p.m., not like people like me that have dinner at 8.30 because at 8.30, that's already late enough you're done for the night. You don't, you don't, you don't need a snack after that. But if you're eating dinner around 6 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. and then around like 7.30 or 8 o'clock you want that apple, go for it and then go to bed at 11 p.m. if that makes sense. So just kind of work, figure out how to work your way back. If you want that apple, I get the sweet treat. So go for it. Just don't have it two hours before you're trying to pass out. So things to do before bed. I'm going to give you the don'ts and the do's, okay? So we'll start with the negative because we'll get rid of that. We'll get it out of the way. Bad news first. So the don'ts. I am so guilty of this, so I'm going to give you a tip of how not to. But the biggest don't is your device. It's your cell phone. It's your laptop. It's your iPad. It's your... Anything that has the blue light in it is a massive do not. So here's my advice. I know we're going to look at our phone. I use my phone for social media. I use it for marketing. I use it to market not only the podcast, but I market all of my side hustle jobs. I'm trying to be social in order to get social. So I totally get it. We're millennials or if you're Gen Z or I mean, even if you're not, you're being taught how to use social media in a positive way for marketing skills for your business. So here's my advice for that because I know you're going to still look at your phone at the end of the night. I'm never going to stop doing it. But what the, what the blue, what that um, blue light does is it really truly doesn't help your body prepare for the sleep because it restrains the production of the melatonin and we need the melatonin to relax. So even your TV, if you've noticed, try to pull away from your TV, like as far away as you can. Don't be as close up to it. Now, I used to be a roommate, you know, so I had roommates and I did a lot of my TV watching, whatever I wanted to watch on my laptop in my bed, which like that's a big no, 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 no. So when my boyfriend and I moved in together, he told me like the bedroom does not get a TV in it. The bedroom is for you and I and the bedroom is for reading and the bedroom is for sleep. That's all the bedroom is for um, or getting away from one another during COVID, (laughs) during quarantine. But like truly, if you have a TV in your room, I'm not telling you to take it out right now, but like that could be a reason why you're up at night. When you're finding yourself staying up super late, not only because you're in a new environment, when you're on a work trip or you're staying in a hotel, it's because you're turning the TV on and you're watching that TV in the darkness half the time, right? To be like, oh, it's going to help me fall asleep while you're drinking a glass of wine or or beer or whatever you're having to, you know, get you to fall asleep. And that's kind of why we don't have the best sleep sometimes during those work trips, during those vacations is 
not only are we not used to the bed in the space, but we may be doing something different than we are normally used to. So my biggest tip, and I just started doing this again because I noticed that my sleep was so much better. I have my phone across the room and I, once I am done with it for the night, like once I'm done, I set my alarm, I do whatever last thing I need to do, say goodnight to my boyfriend now that he has his phone back. And I basically keep it over there on the other side of the room. Then I close all the blinds, close all the curtains, get all that bright light out because that's going to help you fall asleep because all those bright lights, the extra noise, if you need to turn on some sound, do all that. Spray your lavender room spray. If you're into CBD, take that about 30 minutes before you go to sleep Put or take a melatonin 30 minutes before you go to sleep. I'm not always into that. I do have all that stuff and I use it sometimes, but light a candle and open up your journal and write about your life goals and write about your plans for the future. Write about your frustrations about the world right now. I mean, we're all going to vote. If you haven't mailed in a vote, I'm actually going in person, but going to vote at the polls on Tuesday, like whatever it is, there's a lot going on in the world and there's so much that you can like kind of decompress your brain with. So it's not just zooming all around because I'm always someone that's like has 12 different tabs open and making breakfast at the same time and answering text messages. So I get it. It's really hard to turn your brain off if you're not preparing yourself for sleep. Yeah. So going through those steps and making sure that your phone is on the other side of the room. So then in the morning when your alarm goes off, you get up out of bed, go over to your phone, turn off the alarm, open the curtains, open the light, wake your body up. You actually got out of bed before you grabbed your phone, press snooze, all that stuff. I'm telling you, whenever I actually do this, it helps my sleep so much. It helps my energy so much. It helps my alertness. It just makes me a happier person. So I would suggest keeping that phone on the other side of the room. If you are in a situation where you're in your bed and you have roommates, I get it. I would watch Netflix on my laptop all the time. Again, that has a blue light or on my iPad. So what I would suggest is not getting under your covers and maybe leaning forward on your belly and watching it like that and then creating a time where you then close it, put it away, and then pull a book out or decide to journal or get down on the floor and do like a nice 10-minute meditation. Um, another thing that would be really smart is to take a bath maybe 30, 90 minutes before bed, just getting your body nice and warm and relaxed and kind of like washing away the stress. I, that's something that I don't do every night, but it does really get me like nice and sleepy on nights where I'm out of town. A lot of times when I go and judge my dance competitions, I take evening showers on purpose because it helps like get rid of the day and like calm me down and change my body temperature and like all that good stuff. Slip on your PJs and, you know, get prepared. Light that candle next to your bed and just relax. Also, you can go ahead and spray the room spray. I think room spray is really awesome. If a lav Lavender is a really, really, really good scent. So if you like essential oils and an oil diffuser, that's fabulous. If you like a room spray, uh, there's so many different companies that do that. You can literally make it yourself as well. I make a lot of stuff myself. And then there is, there's also just that whole thought process, not even just of meditating, but if you want to 
start to incorporate exercise. And if you're not a massive exercise person, that's totally fine. I would just suggest walks. I walk with my dog all the time. I walk to work. Just doing that exercise, getting your body moving, it kind of implements you to burn that excess energy. Do you ever notice when you walk your dog or you play with them for a bit and they're, they're burning all this energy and then they pass out constantly? Obviously, humans are not dogs. They sleep way more than we do, but that's why they age more than we do, like dog years versus human years, because they tire themselves out so then they can sleep. And then they tire themselves out so they can sleep. It's the same thing with us. We need to make sure that we're not just, especially if you're working from home like I am, those walks really break up my day for the days that I don't have to go into work, if that makes sense. So that's kind of a really, really, really good little tip. I would just really suggest trying a couple of those things. I think another thing that I do that I've always done is do your coffee in the morning Go for it. Go to town. Do whatever you need. I sometimes have two cups of coffee, but I don't have any caffeine after noon, after 12 o'clock. So that just kind of helps me get in a calmer state and just, you know, I don't feel buzzed at the end of the night. I'm not buzzing on any caffeine unless I'm doing a show. Then I'll maybe take some pre-workout or whatever I need to do that show. But there's a lot of ways you got to decompress down after a show because you've just been burning all this energy and it's super late. But again, when I'm doing a show, you got to be finished with your day then at midnight and then allow yourself those seven to eight hours of sleep. So then you are waking up at 8 a.m. So I'm just going to give you a few extra tips at the end. This is like my little rapid fire extra tips from things that I've learned. And I was going to say all the nappers out there, just cap it at 30 minutes. I really think you should only sleep for 20 minutes, but I know sometimes it takes us a second. If you feel like you need a nap every day in the afternoon, if you feel that lull, also just check if you're dehydrated or if you can take 20 minutes meditating instead. You can lay on your mat. You can lay with your knees knocked in. You can lay with your knees knocked out. You can lay down in Shavasana and corpse pose, whatever you want to do. And in that, go ahead and just think, do a body scan, whatever. It's going to be the same kind of thing as a nap. Another thing is I would say try to make a consistent sleep schedule. So that'll aid in your long-term quality of sleep. Even during quarantine, I did have a dog, so I had to walk her in the morning and my boyfriend would walk her at night, but I would make, I would set my alarm for 7.15 every morning. So we were outside, you know, on our walk before 7.45, 8 o'clock. And that's why I always passed out around 10, 10.30 every night because, well, that gave me a lot of sleep, but I would say more like 10, 30, 11. I couldn't really push past 11 because I was waking myself up at 7. So I was getting those eight hours of sleep, if that makes sense. And so just kind of keeping you on that schedule. And then if you do like the lavender idea, there's a couple ways to do it. So room spray, or you can put little lavender seeds into a little pouch. My dad used to do that for us when we were kids. So cute, right? And you would just slip it into your pouch. So you kind of get a whiff of it as the night goes on, as you're tossing around. And then, um, or you can do like lavender chamomile tea, anything along those lines. And what I love about the lavender is it just induces this calming sedentary which will just improve your sleep. And then, like I said, bedroom setup. So 
get rid of the outdoor noise, drown it out if you have to, um, turn on some like meditation music or whatever. I actually have a couple apps that I use sometimes just to help me pass out. So that's another great tip. And just, just at the end of the day, the bottom line is insufficient sleep increases your risk of obesity by 89% for kids under 18 and 55% as adults. We need to sleep. I know we're busy. I know there's so much stuff in our day. I know that we're, if we're entrepreneurs, we're really trying to push, but the sleep is just so important. And I mean, I, when you're getting that insomnia, then you've got to make up for it in the morning. If you're in the insomnia realm, then instead of figuring out ways to do the sleep, try to catch up on something that you can, that you can knock out off your list for the next day so you can sleep that additional hour. Because seven to eight hours is just like good and healthy sleep. So that are those are my tips for today. If you really like this episode, do me a solid and take a screenshot of it. Share it on your Instagram. Tag me. Hashtag the luxury of self-care. This was a really fun one to talk about because I think sleep is just so important for us. And I hope you picked up a tip or two. If you did, reach out to me. Shoot me a DM. I'm always welcome and available to those. And I guess I'll see you later. I feel like Danny from Hocus Pocus. I hope y'all watched that and had an amazing Halloween. Happy November and happy daylight savings time. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.